September 27th. And as we look into the New Testament today, our reading will be from the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 1 through 33. As he encourages us to live godly lives, Paul takes us to the temple and reminds us of the sacrifice Jesus made for us. If we walk in love, our lives will be living sacrifices, a fragrance to the Lord which is pleasing. Sin is ugly and a stench in God's nostrils. Then Paul goes to the feel and reminds us that walking in the light produces spiritual fruit. If we walk in the light, we cannot have fellowship with the darkness. And he also takes us to the marketplace and exhorts us to be like good merchants who know how to buy up an opportunity. You see, when you walk in wisdom, you use your time wisely. And then we follow him to the banqueting hall and learn to walk in the Spirit and be joyful, thankful, and submissive to one another. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. September 27th, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 33. Follow God's example in everything you do, because you are His dear children. Live a life filled with love for others, following the example of Christ, who loved you and gave Himself as a sacrifice to take away your sins. And God was pleased, because that sacrifice was like sweet perfume to Him. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is really an idolater who worships the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the terrible anger of God comes upon all those who disobey Him. Don't participate in the things these people do, for though your hearts were once full of darkness, now you are full of light from the Lord, and your behavior should show it. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Try to find out what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, rebuke and expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But when the light shines on them, it becomes clear how evil these things are. And where your light shines, it will expose their evil deeds. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live, not as fools, but as those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity for doing good in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead. Let the Holy Spirit fill and control you. Then you will sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, making music to the Lord in your hearts. And you will always give thanks for everything to God the Father 
in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And further, you will submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Your wives will submit to your husbands, as you do to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of his body, the church. He gave his life to be her Savior. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives must submit to your husbands in everything. And you husbands must love your wives with the same love Christ showed the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by baptism and God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man is actually loving himself when he loves his wife. No one hates his own body, but lovingly cares for it, just as Christ cares for his body, which is the church, and we are his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother, and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Hey guys, this is Austin up in Columbus. Hey, just wanting to throw out a prayer request for you guys. Uh, we could really use duplexes in Franklinton and Hilltop to fall in our lap or we need blessed by these duplexes quickly uh, I'm working to get you guys excellent housing um, but it's not just us looking for duplexes it's a lot of other people and uh, I'm just wanting uh, a prayer request for God's favor on this and that he opens doors where they've been shut for us now and we can make this happen I appreciate you guys' work and dedication uh, to changing the culture on the west side. Love you guys. Good morning. This is Mike Wells, phase director. Just want to give you a quick update. Sunday the 24th at 5 p.m., phase one and three men, phase three guys from Columbus, traveled to Waverly, to attend and speak at the Global Impact Celebration at New Covenant Church. And really, you guys knocked it out of the park. John Lucas, Chad Kitchen, Jason Staten, Zach Wooten, you guys did a wonderful job of giving God the glory for what he's done in your life and pointing everybody towards Jesus and giving families that were there, hope for their sons, their spouses, their loved ones. So great job, guys. I received wonderful feedback from the pastor and how awesome you guys did and how encouraging uh, the church is by your testimony and um, really just keep up the good work. I love and appreciate you guys. And phase one, guys, man, wonderful job. Of connecting with the people in that church. Um, you can tell it was a wonderful night and everybody 
uh, just did a great job. So keep up the good work. Keep Jesus first and him glorified and everything will run smoothly. So I love you. Enjoy your day. Psalm 69 begins with sinking, but it ends with singing. It goes from prayer to praise, from reproach to rejoicing, because David poured out his heart to the Lord. No matter how painful your situation may be, tell God exactly how you feel. And this is a messianic psalm. Out of David's sufferings, the Lord revealed his son. One purpose God has in allowing his people to suffer is that they might become more like Jesus Christ, and that makes it all worthwhile. In attacking King David, the enemy, they were also rebelling against God and inviting their own judgment. Now, it's not easy to bear reproach because we want to be accepted and approved by others. But in the battle against sin, God's soldiers are often falsely accused and lied about. When this happens to you, remember that it also happened to David and to Jesus. You're in good company. Psalm 69, verses 19 through 36. You, Lord, know the insults I endure, the humiliation and disgrace. You have seen all my enemies and know what they have said. Their insults have broken my heart, for I am in despair. If only one person would show some pity, if only one would turn and comfort me, but instead they give me poison for food. They offer me sour wine to satisfy my thirst. Let the bountiful table set before them become a snare, and let their security become a trap. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see, and let their bodies grow weaker and weaker. Pour out your fury on them, Consume them with your burning anger. May their homes become desolate, and their tents be deserted. To those you have punished, they add insult to injury. They scoff at the pain of those you have hurt. Pile their sins up high, and don't let them go free. Erase their names from the book of life. Don't let them be counted among the righteous. I am suffering and in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. Then I will praise God's name with singing, and I will honor him with thanksgiving. For this will please the Lord more than sacrificing an ox or presenting a bull with its horns and hooves. The humble will see their God at work and be glad. Let all who seek God's help live in joy. For the Lord hears the cries of his needy ones. He does not despise his people who are oppressed. Praise him, O heaven and earth, the seas and all that move in them. For God will save Jerusalem and rebuild the towns of Judah. His people will live there and take possession of the land. The descendants of those who obey him will inherit the land, and those who love him will live there in safety. Proverbs 24, verse 7. Wisdom is too much for a fool. When the leaders gather, the fool has nothing to say. <laughs>